hey, this is cool. This is going to be a big hit. I would be like the singer at a jazz club next to the piano. That was the first time that I was like, wow, I can do it. He's so emotional and so raw and so real with how he delivers his music. 13-year-old me, rock and rolling. I came out of the session and went, oh my gosh, this is it. This is the sound. She was so real. When she'd be rapping and singing, it felt like he was kind of at the church again. Hello and welcome to What Did I Say, where Atlantic Records talks with artists about songs they made, songs they like, and songs they'd like to have made. It's an inside look into the craft of songs from the artists themselves. Today we got to talk to Big Beat and Atlantic Records artist Sweater Beats. For many that embrace SoundCloud's early rise in the underground music scene, Sweater Beats may already feel like a household name. For the Philippines-born, Maryland-bred producer, however, he knows his next chapter as a big beat recording artist will be his best yet. While he played guitar in emo cover bands during his teenage years, it wasn't until he was introduced to the sounds of Ratatat that he was inspired to create electronic music with Ableton. His first major success, Make a Move, caught the eyes and ears of Diplo, JoJo, and BBC Radio's Annie Mack. He recently released the song Glory Days, featuring Haley Kiyoko, Complex Magazine said this about the song. His latest release is arguably one of the biggest of his career. Glory Days is an uplifting performance that plays up a theme of worrying less about making a mistake and doing more to make life fulfilling. While promoting this smash single, he sat down with us at the Atlantic Studios to discuss his music and his life. Growing up on skate culture, how did that shape you? Um, a lot of the music that I was into in middle school and high school was all based off of the Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 soundtrack. And that's, so that kind of shaped me and like 13-year-old me. I just love like rock and roll and um, Mill and Colin, all those bands. Yeah, um, no on that. Oh, yeah. Uh, so that was middle school me, just very punk and pop punk. And that's why I wanted to start, you know playing in bands with friends and starting to play guitar and uh is that is that the first instrument yeah it's first and last (laughs) (laughs) uh so then you know creating you know a a punk song is that similar to what you're doing now like do you see any similarities um yeah i guess so i mean everything is that i do is based off of like a four chord progression (laughs) um most of it um so like blink songs um yeah it's all based on like that really really simple chord progression that people can latch on to and write right on top of um so that's how i like to approach things and then just expand upon that with like more production like what what kind of stuff drums sound design um sparkles and sprinkles just to make it more interesting and are you doing that live electronically or oh, uh, most of it is sample based just uh log into splice i do a lot of um i like to use a lot of foley sounds as percussion and then you know make it sound more s- cinematic i guess mm-hmm. but big and bassy but everything is just everything's based off of that four chords that i learned when four i was in middle school yeah <laughs> um when you're asked to sort of um, remix a song, mm-hmm. is it, how does it start? Is it, this is what I have, is it the root of your thoughts? Like, are you listening to the original or are you trying to find things to pick out and accent and change? How, are uh, you, how does that start? So basically I 
don't listen to the original unless I uh, have already. Um, so if I get a remix, I get the stems. Um, usually I just listen to the acapella first and then jam out on the keyboard and see what which chord progression really strikes a chord with me. Mm-hmm. And then um, I sift through the percussion stems and find like the cool ones. And then I make a beat out of what's already there, whether it's just whatever cool percussion thing they have, loop it, and then we have the chords, and then I add all my own flair to it. From there. Cool. Um, when you have a featured artist on the track, mm-hmm. what is it? Does it start with them, or do you know that I want this sound or I want this person? Um, usually, it's either uh, I work with a songwriter. And we get the song written, and then we have someone else cut it. Or if that featured artist, um, or if like somebody sends me a top line, I just work around the song first, and then we uh, we cut it for a feature. And that's how it's worked so far. And then uh, performing these songs live with mm-hmm. all those samples and things, like I think a lot of people forget, you know, all that's involved. Yeah. With putting those songs together, is there something that someone wouldn't know? performing those songs live that they might not um no i mean i for my live set uh because i usually just play guitar and like a few hits on the drum rack i take those elements out so um the guitars the songs that i play guitar under are definitely on the forefront of that um and then everything else is i just play back just my stemmed out masters so you're not messing with them. I'm not really messing with them. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. I just I'm just taking out what I'm playing when I play. It oh, live, I like that. And then play on top of it, and then that way I get a little wiggle room for um, some finesse, some sauce on the guitar. That's really the only instrument I know to play. <laughs> Other than the computer, if you count. Com- that. Yeah, yeah, Ableton. Yeah, Ableton. Yeah, I know how to play Ableton. <laughs> there <it is. laughs> Ableton, I like that. Uh, I would say, uh, do you have your? Do you, do you have a first favorite song? First favorite song. <laughs> um, ooh, that's a hard one. No one's gonna judge. Um, to be honest, it might be, it might be "Damn It" by Blink One Eighty Two. Okay. I was. I just remember listening to that in middle school, and it would just get me super amped. <laughs> All and no no fail. I would just be really amped after listening to that song. So I think that's I'll pick that one. First nice. Song. Well, that I think that's a good one. <laughs> Do you remember the first song you memorized? Um, damn it. Yeah, that's the first. No, answer song. the question. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. That was the song. That's probably why it was my favorite. So you just first, you knew every word, knew every knew, chord progression. Were you yeah, figuring I mean, out the song on guitar? Yeah, exactly. That's like one of the first songs I learned how to play on guitar just like noodling around so yeah still know how to play that uh do you remember the first song or album uh you you bought with um, your own money <laughs> um it was the pokemon soundtrack to the movie first movie itunes a little itunes download action no i went to i went to either tower records when it was still around or best buy some which whatever yeah I bought the CD with my own money because I was like, I love this. I love these songs. I think Vitamin C was on that. It was, it was a really cool soundtrack. That's a good soundtrack. I think that's a good first purchase. I'm I'm scared when I keep doing these as these go on that someone will just be like, I never bought something. You know, oh it's yeah, just, <laughs> it just magically showed up. Uh, 
So I'm glad you bought something. I bought something. <laughs> a, a tangible thing. I know. Uh, was there a specific song of yours that you felt you took to the next level and you realized that I could do this? Ooh. Um, I'm still figuring that out. Um, but I think um, I remixed Drop the Game by Flume and Chef Faker. Um, and I think, and I was like, I, I kind of hit something, I think. I was like, this, this feels good. This feels right. And I think it was like one of the more popular streaming songs on my SoundCloud during that time. Cool. So I was like, I, I can do this. I can make some furniture burrs. <laughs> uh, you talk about Weezer being one of your favorite bands. Mm -hmm. Hell yeah. Um, and is that, is your favorite Weezer song sweater song? Um, oh, yeah. or is there, or is there another one? Um, before I was sweater beats, I think say it ain't so same record, but say it ain't so is probably my favorite record aside from the sweater song for the namesake, but say it, there's something about that song that's like really hit me when I was, when I would listen to it on like the school bus and like, just look out the window and I just feel a lot of things I'm like I remember that record. Very it still angsty. sounds new. Yeah. It's clean. Like when you hear it, like it's, it doesn't sound dated. I don't know who produced that record, but is it Vic Butch? No, I'm not sure who produced that Butch record. Butch Vig or is it? A Vic Butch was it Vig. It was Rico Kasich. Rico Kasich. Yeah, right. Yes. I think so. Yeah. It was it's an amazing record. Yeah. He knows what still. to do. <laughs> still a very classic. Are there any other artists that people would be surprised as a musical influence of yours okay Ooh. i mean i talk about rat tat tat all the time and emo music but i think um antonio carlos jobim tell me about him he's uh so growing up my dad was like super super into like bossa nova and he especially jobim and it's i think there's something about just bossa nova that is like has a special place in my heart and it's definitely influenced just the melodic and more chill parts of my music making process very cool so yeah there you go Fun what fact. other music was your dad playing um mostly that a lot of jazz it was just really a lot of jazz stuff um did uh, you like it at the time were you i didn't understand it at the time it was a lot of smooth jazz. Oh, wow. <laughs> so Dead. it was Bossa Nova and then like Chick Corea. Um, let's see. Dana Kral. Mm -hmm. um, just a bunch of mellow stuff. And I think that played a, a, a big Is part. Is your dad a laid back guy? He's a pretty laid back <laughs> dude. <laughs> Sounds it. I like that. Uh, when you're recording a song, are you, are you picturing anybody? listening to it is there like a audience that you're looking or thinking um. about <laughs> um i don't really i think that messes with my head if i think about somebody yeah think about someone listening to it or like a general audience listening to it because i'll be like wait would people really like this i just ask myself if i like it and then i show it to my managers and my a &Rs and be like do you guys like this <laughs> As long as if they like it, if Big Beat likes it, I'm cool with it. Cool. As long like I like it, everyone likes it. Cool. We're golden. And there's, I trust there's the fan base for Big Beat that would yeah. be appreciative of it. Yeah. 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 Good. 
Uh, <laughs> is, there a, is there a recent song you discovered that you had to share with your friends? Yes. Which one? Um, Say My Name by Tove Stierk. I love the production on that song, and I love that song. How'd you find it? Uh, Spotify. Was Spotify. it like a recommended, or was it playing after you were done an album and it popped up a different song? Yeah. Or? It was, um, I don't know who I was playing before, but it was just after that record ended, it was just going to that radio station. Yeah. And then this popped up, and I was like, wow. This song is amazing. Production, songwriting, and just her voice is awesome. Cool. Uh, um, do you remember the first time you heard one of your songs in public? Yes. Actually, um, someone just tweeted at me that they're playing Did You Wrong with Max Schneider uh, out of Forever 21. And I was like, that's, that's very, pretty rad. very cool. That's cool. Hey. <laughs> I like that story. So shout People out. were trying on rad shit, and they're hearing your song. Uh, That's yeah. cool. Um, but the first time, I think, was... I don't know what store, but it was... Um, I remixed The Buzz by Hermitude. Um, and I heard that at a store. And also, whenever I go to bars, um, they have those jukebox, the digital jukeboxes. And I always search my name. Just to make what, sure it's in there? Just to make sure something's in there and... <laughs> We'll see. Just to see if something's in there. I like and, that. And um, it's usually uh, an Alessa remix or the Buzz. So fun, fun fact. That that's a good feeling. Yeah, it's it's really tight, and I put it on and then leave the bar. <laughs> Watch people go like, "What is what this? Is this? You guys are killing the vibe." <laughs> or there's a bunch of people shazamming. Mm-hmm. That also could happen. It's never happened, but <laughs> maybe people have never shazammed your music. Of course they have. Probably. I've never well, been you've around seen to wit- someone. I've never been around to witness it. Got it. Um, are there things in other songs that, not yours, are there things in other songs that you connect with first? Um, like the lyrics or a guitar line or... Yeah, it's usually if um, something quirky in the production is usually the first thing that grabs me. Like in that Say My Name track, it was like this. Uh, that guitar line, and it's like a super pipey and plasticky yeah. production, and that's the first thing. And then I just kept listening to it, and then I gravitated more even to the lyrics. But usually, the quirky things in the production is what I listen to first, and then over and over. And then, do you have a musical dream? Like, as in, what it could I be. I think of sometimes when I wake up from a like a dream and you're like i don't know there's somewhere i'm i'm on stage and i'm doing this one thing or it's a daydream where you're like i can't wait to be able to do that oh or it's something small like i want this girl to like this one song you know oh yeah i just (laughs) um i want my parents to like the music i make they do they do i think they do but you want their approval yeah I mean, I just, you know, I do this so to make my parents happy. They did. They worked very hard to, you know, get me to raise me right and uh, support me. And I I just want to make them happy with the music I make. And I think they are. You think? I, yeah, I'd never know. You never know. Because your parents are always like. Are they, st- are they like stone faced? They're like, that's great. <laughs> No, they go out. I think they they're they're pretty into it because they've gone to two shows, two sweater beach shows. Were you nervous? Yes, <laughs> and they've gone and they've 
Did they I, stay? I think they like it now, but I definitely know that they did not like it when I was in screamo bands. So there, that's I'll I'll put it like that. Yeah, I'm I'm sure. I think they like what I'm doing now more than I. Yeah. <laughs> um, apart from that, I just want to be a studio head and just keep writing songs. Um, with for me and for other people, just be a studio rat. Is cool. my dream. I like that. Yeah. That was it. That was it. Thanks. Be Great a studio job. rat. Thanks to Sweater Beats for coming on What Did I Say? Find more about him at sweaterbeats.com. Our theme music is by Max Frost. Be sure and catch up on all the Atlantic Records podcasts at atlanticpodcasts.com. Thank you for listening. I'm a